and then literally spit it out thinking like like that's kind of over the top of you if you are doing that you have a, a food disorder um much more of a problem than um you know than the weight loss problem you're gonna figure out that food disorder first So for this training, we're just going to go over all these different things that most people do uh, throughout the day that's going to pretty much hinder their weight loss journey. And that's just going to be the sips that you take from drinks, the licks that you take from th different foods, or the bites that you take. And trust me, I've, I've heard some pretty weird things with people like, literally, this is pretty much when it comes to like people who are on extreme diets where they'll literally bite into things and munch on them, chew on it. And then literally spit it out thinking like, like that's kind of over the top of you. If you are doing that, you have a, a food disorder, um, much more of a problem than, um, you know, than the weight loss problem. You're going to figure out that food disorder first, but pretty much, um, yeah, when you, when you do these things, especially if you're just, if, even if you're chewing things in your mouth, like you're really starting the whole process of digestion and the whole process of, uh, I'm getting those calories in because how the absorption and whatnot of the mouth, you know, digestion from the mouth. So, but try to remember, like if you're cooking, like I do a lot of cooking in the house and, um, it's very, you know, um, I taste my food. That's just, you know, that's how I was taught to cook. But one thing with me, I kind of want to, the biggest thing I wanted to get with you guys is the difference from me and you who are on your fitness journey, fitness journey or weight loss journey is the fact that you're on an active goal. Like your goal is literally uh, to lose weight, to feel better, to look better and whatnot. And if you are a client of mine, you are getting the help from me one-on-one -on -one, um, through this process. Um, but however, like with me, um, I've, I know myself, like I've, I'm ready to feel good and look good where I'm at. I'm happy with where I'm at in my journey. And so right now I'm just maintaining um, if I was to have an active goal in the future, then the best thing for me to do would be getting back on a plan and, and do what I have to do. But my metabolism, like I said, so my goal wouldn't be really, cause I said, I already had this journey with my metabolism. There's a reason why I, I could eat so much. I have two cheat meals a week. I eat, um, you know, over 2,400 calories a day and I get to enjoy the, the foods that I like. And the whole point of that is to kind of show you how I got there and how to show you how I got many other clients there as well and maintain the lifestyle that they enjoy and love whenever they finish their weight loss goal. Um, and then they can maintain from wherever they're at. So when it comes to tracking, yes, we don't want to track forever. Like I don't track right now. And like I said, I'm just on the main, I'm just maintaining where I'm at. I know how much I can eat a day. And then let's say I was to eat a little too much one week, just cause I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of eyeballing and whatnot. I know where to cut back and how much to cut back, but that's not too extreme for me as well literally a couple of days, get right back on track and then boom, I'm good. But that's just what I want to teach. And that's what I teach in my third phase of the RAM method is those different lifestyle, like that lifestyle integration and how to maintain your results that you get. Cause my coaching is based in phases, but with all of you, like I said, you're on this weight loss journey. So if you are, you know, losing this fat or losing this weight and you're in the process of that, just understand like it's not forever, but 
for this for the time being right now you have to you know understand and be aware of these different things like for me um i kind of give an example of that is i have a child you know uh he likes to eat like chicken nuggets and apples or whatever he gets sometimes he'll get you know his aunts will get him mcdonald's or whatever or my mom will get him mcdonald's um they'll give him like chicken nuggets apples and like they have like a little tiny fry that comes with it um it's pretty um he doesn't really care for the fries he likes the apples more which is kind of weird but um it's gonna be a good thing for me but there's a there's comes a point where i want to eat off his food like i'll take you know a few french fries here I'll take a chicken nugget or two from there, or let's say he doesn't finish his food and I don't, I'm not a big waster. So I don't, you know, I don't want to throw it away. Um, so one thing I learned is just like, well, one, I know if I eat this one or two chicken nuggets, like I literally get automatic bloat. And a lot of you have the problem with bloating as well. Like certain foods just don't digest well with you. And as we get older, our digestion gets worse. And I didn't train. My last training was on digestion. And I talked to, you know, did a whole lot about that. So if you want to like hear about that, you can always go back to the trainings that I have featured in the group and go, go like check that, you know, check that live training out as well. But yeah, so I know if I was to eat, you know, that chicken nugget or whatever, um, it's not going to really agree with me too well. So it comes to two different options. Like either I eat the chicken nugget and just like whatever, I don't care. I enjoy it. I know, I know I'm going to have come, you know, a day or two of bloat from it then whatever. But if I know I don't want to feel like feel that way or have like, let's say performance wise, like in the gym or whatever it is, that might be coming up, then uh, I probably will just avoid it because it's just based on how it's going to make me feel. But am I able to have it? Yeah. So when I do take those, when I do make those decisions to eat it, I know I can handle it. I know it's not going to be that much of a problem for me as far as calorie wise, because I know how to adjust from there with myself. Like, all right, I had this, you know, I took a couple of things here, take a couple of things outside later on, like other meals later on. So but if you're just starting your journey and you don't really understand the whole process, I kind of want to make this for all of you to kind of understand like, Hey, like I'm not, like I said, I'm not one to be like, don't do this, don't do that. But it's just more of awareness for you to understand like these different things can hinder your weight loss journey. So if you're tracking, you have an active goal for weight loss and you're tracking your food, you're tracking your macros, whatever it is that you're doing and you're putting all your food in, but then those different, you know, licking the spatula, sipping a, you know, like your kid's soda or, or your kid's juice or, or your husband or wife or whoever it is, you know, soda, whatever, I like just want to taste or whatever, or a couple bites here and there of a cookie or what, or crackers, whatever it is, you know, um, those different things add up over time. If you're doing it daily, it's definitely going to add up. And if you're doing it here and there, it's, it's still going to add up because yes, what you have in your tracker is accurate. And I hope it's accurate, you know, which if you're being really honest with yourself. If you're having like, let's say three ounces of rice, I really hope that you're having three ounces of rice, not three ounces of rice, and then add a little bit of more that you just didn't put in your tracker. Because that's how you don't stay within your goal. So I just hope that, okay, you have this much food and then you're like, you know what, I'll just sip, you know, I'll just like the spatula right here. You'll make you something for the family, whatever, or dessert for an event or something. Or I might sip some of this or buy some of that. And then next thing you know, but you don't put it in your tracker because you're like, Hey, it's just small. It doesn't really matter. But then you're trying to figure out at the end of the week, why nothing's really working out for you. And if you have a coach and you're like, Hey, this is, you're, you're pretty much giving him false, him or her false data. So the last thing you want to do is give a coach false data because you're telling them this is what happening. They're trying to adjust with whatever happened during the week for that week. So the, the best thing to do is just pretty much be honest with yourself and honest with, uh, with your goal and just understand that it's not forever it's for a short time, but once you get to where you want to be and you're happy, then you can enjoy all the luxuries that come with it. But in order to live like 
these like myself or others who are in this position that they're, you know, they're already at that set point where they, where they want, they're happy to maintain where they're at. You had to pretty much go through what they did to get there. And so just understand that. And I hope you wear, and I hope this training really helps with that. So like I was talking about, like I said, like you're tracking, um, just try to make sure that you're being accurate with your tracking because there even has some studies that studies as well. That's saying that most people, you know, they're not as accurate with their tracking as they say they are. And so, like I said, like the best thing you do for yourself and I hope that you're aware is be as accurate with your tracking as possible. Like whatever you put in your tracker, that's what you're eating and nothing else. If you, if you mess up and you eat a little bit more of something or, or you eat something that you didn't plan on eating, then put it in your tracker. And then that's how you adjust. You know, that's how you get accurate numbers. That's how you, you know, follow the data or not. Cause like either if you're doing it for yourself or a coach has like you're following it, you have enough data to know where you're messing up because failures along the way is going to happen. But we just have to be able to overcome those failures, with, and then you are the coach could adapt to it, and then you guys get to your get to the end of your journey still. But something to think about when um, <clears throat> thinking about you know this whole topic we're talking about, it's pretty much if you're having problems with certain foods, and you just have you can't really you just have to like eat them or whatever. The best thing you do is eliminate trigger foods, and so like for me, I talked about on my other on my podcast. Um, the 52 duty podcast with, uh, my co-host Taylor is, a. Uh, am pretty crazy. I could eat one Oreo and go on with my day. Um, and most people say like, they, there's no way they can eat one Oreo going through day. I can eat one cookie or one Girl Scout cookie, whatever it is, and go on with my day. That's just me. I'm just kind of crazy in the head like that. But most people that are dirt, they are trigger foods. And if they have one Oreo, they have to have the whole sleeve. If they have one cookie, they have to have more. So the best thing you do, if you know you have that problem, you're aware of it, the best thing to do is not have it in the house. I mean, like I said, like my coaching style is never to be too restrictive on yourself, but there's just some things obviously like that, like you literally have a problem with it. Um, it's probably best not to have it throughout the day. But however, if you want to have it, let's say like on your cheat meal or your off day, whatever you want to call it, your treat, your treat meal, then enjoy it right then and there when you get the habit, <clears throat> because like I said, we're talking about if you have a problem with, you know, these trigger foods, like if you're able to eat something in moderation, then that's not what we're talking about. But some people, and a lot of you, like if you, there's a certain foods that trigger you and the moment you eat them, you have to have more of them. Um, like, I don't know anyone who could eat one taco. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm weird. I could have one of anything and be fine. But some people, they could have one taco and I'm not saying tacos are bad, but I'm saying like a really like, we're talking like the taco truck, you just have to have six or seven tacos or freaking a hot dog from like um, a little a hot dog stand. And you got to have like six or eight of them. Me, like pizza, I could have one slice of pizza and be fine. Some people have one pizza, they have to have six or eight, you know? So really understand your trigger foods. And if, if you can't, if you have a problem with them, and they are triggered, then keep them out of the house. Um, if you are able to eat the moderation, then eat the moderation and track them and go on with your day and do your thing. Remember the 80, 20 rule, have most of most of your food coming from good whole sources that, you know, are helping you with your goal and helping you with your energy uh, throughout the day and then incorporate things that you love in moderation into your tracking, then you're good. But like I said, there's some foods that really mess up people mentally and psychologically. And so like, it's best just to keep them out of your house. And then when you want to have it, like, like ice cream, for example, ice cream is kind of hard i guess that's probably one thing where if i have a bite of ice cream i would have to have more than one bite i guess you would say um but some people will probably you know eat the whole quart of it so um for that like i really don't keep ice cream in my house too much so because i know like i would want to eat the whole quart of it 
Hey everyone, if you like what you heard and you want to finish the episode, head over to my private Facebook group, Metabolism and Diet Freedom for Busy Parents, where I do live trainings almost every Thursday at 6.30. Here you'll not only be able to finish your episode, but also have full access to every train I do on Thursday, and I'll have full access to every train I've done in the past, ask me any question you want, and be a part of the group of people who are on the same journey as you. Here you'll have access to the sculptures I conduct, the 21 day challenges I, I do throughout the year. Hope to see you there. Again, the group is Metabolism and Diet Freedom for Busy Parents. Have a good day and be safe.